0: Welcome, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Marbles Podcast
1: with Standard Damage and Spoo and me. And And you, too. (laughs) And uh, today, we're going to discuss something that was suggested. um, Growing into your role as a streamer, but also not only as a streamer, but because we have very special cases with Standard and Spoo, growing into your role as a community manager, getting maybe getting involved with the studio and and how that all played out stuff like that yeah so let's start out happy friday let's start off with spoo i guess and
2: Um, dive into it a little bit okay um so i'm going to talk about my, communitor, communitor, my community, community <laughs> <laughs> manager role, and uh, I guess how I just kind of fell into it. Um, when I first started rolling marbles, uh, I didn't really, I didn't think about any sort of position within the game at all. I just the game kind of just consumed me, and since it was so new, I, I saw something within marbles personally and i've been saying it since the beginning like this game's going to be huge this game's going to blow up like i've been saying it a lot since the beginning and uh but i took i kind of took that initiative upon myself to to spread the word of the game itself because i knew there wasn't like you, there's no marketing behind marbles other than the people themselves and that's just something i knew and if i was so into the competition meeting people streaming and um, and the prizes involved in the game, like why wouldn't other people want to get involved as well? and because I was so passionate, I think that's what helped other people get in involved to begin with because I was just so unbelievably passionate about it, and I was cranking races and coming up with little stupid events or building races or getting people while I'm streaming in other people's stream to like give them the amount of racers they needed, and it was just this whole entwined experience of um just it was just euphoria honestly and built around something new and exciting um really helped bring that out even more and i never expected to get some sort of community manager role i think this is just something that naturally came to me from my from my past experiences as as a manager in other roles um and as as a leader i guess just the natural leadership came out in me a lot when it came to marbles and and then creativeness as well on top of that and i don't even remember the whole process of pixel coming to me about asking me as a community manager and when he did i was just like okay like i didn't really (laughs) i didn't really know how to respond and then he you know we talked about it before the podcast today about how he mentioned to us um he doesn't like he's finding people and he doesn't expect more out of people he just likes kind of what i was doing and wanted me to keep doing that but it was still just like a weird thing because i guess it was it for me it just came naturally so so to be offered like a position on something that just felt normal to me was very interesting um and then growing into that role i've just i i don't know i've just learned a lot growing into the role too and what what it takes on top of what I was already doing. And then thinking about me having the role too, makes me want to come up with more things other than just meeting people and teaching people. Like I want to teach people to meet people. I want to teach people to teach people right? uh, so that they can kind of take my role and continue spreading
0: the good word of the marbles, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how, how over time, you more from uh, like like wanting to be like like, again we talked about so much of this before we even began the podcast today but but how how we want to go from being powerhouses that are rolling marbles to creating teachers becoming like like finding new ways to connect people and all that you know that's it's it's such a different perspective on everything it was like you know and i was thinking about that a lot um for those of you that were around when we did our podcast with shens last night i was thinking about that again like like while i'm talking to shens in the back of my mind it's like this is a different view on marbles than i ever thought i would be doing you know i like like i never like like when i got started i didn't all i all i knew when i started with this game was that it was a great game that i could chat with people over and i could create this warm loving environment around it that that was really all i knew like i didn't have any admittedly I didn't have any aspirations beyond that myself like you don't come into this thinking well I'm going to become a community manager or well I'm going to have this you know I'm going to have this place in the company somewhere or anything like that it was just it was literally just I just want to be a good streamer you know i All want right. to be a good content <laughs> creator and you know spoo the same thing like I could I could draw so many parallels because I, I I did that same exact path it's like how do we make it more interesting how do we theme it out how do we treat it like you've always put it like how do we treat it like the sandbox it is and build on top of it right and and you start doing that and 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 mike came to us both and he said the same thing to both of us like i don't expect anything more out of you than what you're already doing just keep being a good representative of the game and working with me on it and we both (laughs) even though he said that to both of us we both said well yeah but we want to do videos and we want to do podcasts and we want to do mm-hmm. classes and we want to do like there's all these things that and it, and it comes from and i think that says a lot because when you get so involved with something that you want to do more not because somebody's telling you you have to but because you want to that definitely puts a different perspective it changes the weight behind what you're doing it? right mm-hmm. it pushes the yeah, harder think- and it's more yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm just yeah, how do you
1: How do you guys balance everything as a community manager, I guess? How do you weigh out what what you focus on
0: and what you don't?
2: That's, uh, I guess that's, that's part of the challenge. Right.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> a big question. Oh.
2: Cause like, there's so many things you, you want, like, there's just so many things to focus on, especially as the game grows too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think teaching, oh man, I don't know. It, I, go ahead, standard, because I got to I got to think through my, my thought <laughs> process
0: Because I, I can actually answer this one fairly easily because this is actually something I've been thinking through as I'm rebuilding out everything, you know, since, since losing the computer, um, it, it, it really, you have to decide where your focus is like, and I'm going to use this kind of as an example, cause this is a concrete example, but when I go into the pixel discord now, what I used to do is I used to sweep all the channels and I don't do that anymore because it becomes a a time thing so what i do is i go into the pixel discord and go where based on what i want my purpose to be with the studio where do i need to focus so i zoom into the how to grow channel which would make which would make sense and i've been trying to pay more attention to the introduce yourself channel because i want to also be welcoming so i look at what because we're getting to the point now where the game is getting so big that we're going to have to start specializing a bit. So that means that we're going to need to remain focused on, on like our, a little, we have to pinpoint a little bit better. Now it's it's not, it's no longer a matter of, can I wear 80 hats? It's now, can I wear 40 hats and do it better kind of thing? So when you go in, you, you have to look at this and go, well, this is why, you know, it's like, I want to do a podcast, but then I have to ask myself why I want to do that podcast. What benefit does the community get from me doing a podcast? Is it about us all getting to know each other better or is it something like we do on Friday mornings where it's about you know getting the message out to the community in terms of how we look at different things, how, how the studio views different things, how we view different things as, as community managers, um, tackling, you know, taff- tackling tougher topics, things like that. Is it about and it's the same thing like with the tuesday classes that are about to get started again it's like it's like what is the purpose what value does the community get out of me doing classes it about teaching marble advanced marbles techniques is it about twitch growth is it about stream growth is it about and, and and once you hit that level then you have to then you have to pinpoint it in even further because even when teaching about twitch there's this many topics that you could teach on So it's like, how do I keep it focused? How do I keep it? Find
2: your um, strengths, you know.
0: Relevant to the studio, and how do you? Yes, exactly. How do you play to your strengths most of all? Like, like what should you be teaching? Because there are a lot of people out there that would like to teach, but they don't have. I'm not saying they shouldn't be teachers, but they don't have the capacity to teach the particular subject that they that they think they want to. They they need more information before they do that. So you have to take your own limitations into account. And if it's something you don't know enough about, but still really want to do, then you have to go learn more before you actually teach it to somebody else. So but a lot of it is just balancing it now is, is about more pinpointing the things that need to be discussed, what brings the most to the community. And that helps make the path a little a little more clear. But as far as balancing time, there are times when I, I admit it, I, I still I just find myself behind so hard there are just so many things i want to do yeah yeah it's hard to juggle everything especially i mean
2: as as someone who i enjoy just talking to people which is strange because i i feel like i never really enjoyed that but it's more or less like getting to understand the hum- the human not not even the individual like you learn about the individual but you, i'm more or less want to understand the human and why people act so many different ways and and I think my open mindedness helps me just relate w- with so many people so the more the more I <clears throat> have done like management in the past and the more I'm growing with this game the more I realize like I'm just good at talking to people <laughs> and people like talking to me or you know maybe not everybody of course but you know the people that do like talking to me they really like my input on things and and I don't know. It's like it's such an eye-opening thing to me that people just want to listen to me talk about my thoughts about stuff. And yeah. uh, so I lean into that <clears throat> for sure. And I always tell people to reach out if you know they want to talk about something. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. That's that's. But but then I can, I don't like to focus way too much on just that because then I'm not focusing on on what I want to do, right? I'm more focusing on what other people want to do, which is good, because mm-hmm. I'm teaching things, I guess that I've learned from my experiences. But if I'm not focusing on myself, am I really growing? Yeah. I don't know, helping people helping people helps you, right? Yeah. But yeah. You, you still want to work on things for yourself. And not just always be focusing on other people.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely, you, you have to take into account, and especially when you're talking about something like like being a community manager, like you don't ever want to do anything that feels or comes off as selfish, because you're there for the community, but yeah. it's very important that, that, you know, that you keep in mind, like anytime you find yourself in a position like this, especially because... You know it it sometimes feels like we're the guinea pigs because we're still kind of feeling out where our where our place is like like you know community managers are still are still fairly a new thing so that being the case like we have to think about not just what what is expected of us by the community but also what do we like to do in the long haul you know because we don't want to get ourselves in the middle of something because we're the ones building this out and then find that it's burning us out right or we don't like it you know it's 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 we've we've really had to take baby steps in certain directions to figure out what it is we like how we want to execute that kind of thing like there are some ideas that are great ideas but the way that i wanted to execute them would have been totally wrong or it would have fried me out within three four weeks you know and rather than do that now it becomes at that point again it becomes more baby steps it's like okay i'm gonna do this much for this podcast or i'm going to do this much for this class i'm going to see how that goes right and how i feel about it and then i'll steer one way or the other depending on what kind of reaction we get and 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 how i'm personally feeling at the time but yeah we have to while we're doing it because we are doing so much because we are so busy we have to make sure that um that we're doing that we're still doing things we're passionate about right it comes back to passion you know we want to make sure right. we're very passionate about what we're doing so and um i think uh i just lost my thought because i was
1: thinking about what
2: you <laughs> um um oh i think it's important to <clears throat> mike you talk about this a lot to not <clears throat> focus so much on obviously negativity but when when you're building a creative atmosphere you're trying to do something for either your channel or for the community you just have to understand that there's going to be people out there that don't like it and the more that you bottle up your mind with things like trying to please everybody mm-hmm. the more you're just not going to be able to open up your creative space and do as much as you want to do because you're thinking about oh what if what if this person doesn't like it what if that right. person doesn't like it what if, and then that goes on to what you were saying Stan about what you're passionate about because if you're mm-hmm. doing something you're passionate about and you love like other like people are going to respond to that big time and if somebody doesn't like it like they're just they're just not going to like it but if you're sitting there and you're absolutely having a good time and other you see some other people having a good time like you're doing something right one hundred percent. And that's so important to, to notice and acknowledge and not let certain small little things on the side just yeah. affect your, your drive forward.
1: Well, it also, know? like, I was talking about it yesterday, is even when you're working on something, like actually like working on it on streamer where people can see it and people are chiming in with their ideas, mm-hmm. I, what I tell people now is, like, just let me try and get my idea first. Let me get this out of my head. And then we can yeah. reflect off of it and change it if needed. And, and that's a whole nother thing is like if you have an initial idea in your head, try to stick to it and just play it out and then let people comment and, and throw their feedback against it before, once it's like in a state that like people can absorb it, if mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense. Because then you could just you're just constantly going to be cutting your creativity off every time and then just you got nothing. Because you're constantly like, oh, this person is like that or this this person thinks this or they, they wanted this. And they're just constantly shifting this thing and you never get to the end point that you first saw.
0: Right. And yeah. I think that's a danger. Yeah, we we the creative process gets there are so many there are so many things that railroad the creative process all the all the time. It, it's it's it, and it's tough to teach like what you just said, Mike, it's really tough to teach yourself to do that. Um, I think it was last week's podcast, but we were talking about how like, like five more ideas might come out while you're trying to build out one. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's, then it's like, okay, I need to take that in more. Like I need to take this more in baby and taking baby steps with this stuff, by the way, is part of what helps that along the way. Uh, But, you know, since we talked about it last week and I've been thinking about that a lot more, just how many projects I don't have, off the ground, even small ones, even simple ones, just because I feel like I've needed to overcomplicate it. So like, it's still there. The idea is still there. It's still written down. I'm still going to execute it, but I've complicated it so many layers up now that just even without feedback that it's gone like this way and Mm. you know, the, to your point, Mike, it's like, it's like, get it done, get that basic idea done first. And then, like you said, take the feedback and all that before you overcomplicate it to the point where you find yourself just not doing it.
2: Right. Good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, talking about different hats and everything like that is like, as a as a content creator or even just anybody really in business when you're running your own show, sometimes you may have to fill in the gaps yourself. For example, mm-hmm. like sometimes I have to do the audio for the effects myself and, and just get something into the game because the person who works with us normally sometimes isn't available or is busy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think something like that is important to accept right off the bat when you're walking into this industry. <laughs> and how you may need to pivot and do things you're not comfortable with to ensure that it gets done because you at the starting point you may not have the funding or resources to be able to just say hey can you do this for me or or whatever you might have to deal with it yourself and i think that's an important uh subject to talk about right because like you guys have done that as well right done things that are not even in your scope or wheelhouse of, of right. training or
2: just experience you, you know you experience working on something with other people and maybe somebody just can't something comes up and they can't do it or whatever and like you just want to get it done and you're just like i just gotta i just gotta do it myself or whatever that type of a moment mm-hmm.
0: yeah you, you have to you have to teach yourself so much and that's that's always the i, I think that's that. It's always one of the toughest parts. It's like I don't know how to do that. Yeah, and that's where you can feel really defeated. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to go learn something new then, and and taking right. time, like especially when your time is crunched, taking the time, like the two hours or whatever is necessary to learn that new skill, is 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 part of that. It's not just doing the thing; it's learning how to do the thing. And as much as I love being a student, and as much as I love like learning new things. There are times it's like YouTube search, YouTube search, YouTube search. Oh, yeah. there it is. Okay, there's the thing I was looking for. And you go through ten videos just trying to find the lesson that you were looking for. Um so yeah, that gets you're you're gonna you have to accept that you are you are while well, others will be there to help you, and you have to be be able to identify and be prepared for when somebody does extend their hand and says hey you know I, i'd love to help you what can i do um you have to be very self-reliant and insanely self-reliant it's it's like it's like okay they're not going to get that done or that's not going to be done in time so i've got to take this over i'll have to do the sound effects or i'll have to do the alert or i'll have to teach myself that whatever that trick is in after effects to make that thing fly whatever the case may be um you have to be there You know you have to be there for yourself first you know and and get that and get that stuff taken care of because people will because especially when you're dealing with volunteers like like and it's not that they're they're bad people or they're doing anything wrong it's literally just these are people with lives and people with lives have things come up you know and and that's and that thing happens it happens all the time it's like oh i'm sorry i couldn't get to it or oh i'm sorry i couldn't get that done I had to work a double shift at work that day, or whatever it is, you know, wherever it wherever it comes from, um, you just have to be ready to to anything that you plan out. You have to be ready to, to even if somebody else said they would do it for you, you've got to be willing to grab that yourself and run with it. If that's what it comes to, yeah. Are you guys
1: um, ask first, ask first, or search first kind of people? So, like, if you come up with a problem or you or encounter a problem, do you first search it? Or do you first ask somebody you may know that has an answer, maybe? Search. If,
2: well, if I definitely know somebody has an answer, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably ask, but I tend, I would say I tend to search first. And then sometimes I, I give up a lot and I, I hate that about me, man. I hate it. Like I, I get frustrated enough that I give up things and It's, I hate it, (laughs) but I I just get the frustrations really get, get to me. And it's just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then I'll I'll either ask or maybe I'll come back to it again later or something. But
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I definitely, I'm always under the assumption that because I'm so busy, I assume everybody else around me is as well. Right. So I will try, I'll try to search first. And if i still can't come up with a satisfactory answer i'll i'll try to ask somebody in the know you know somebody that i know that i think might have an answer for that um but most of the time like 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 i joke about youtube but youtube has been such a friend to me when it comes to like searching up answers yeah and finding like there's so much that's out there um and i find that by searching and, and going through those like those YouTube lessons or wherever I might find the video or the instruction, I retain it better so that the next time it comes up, I I might not have to look it up again, kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I find that that's, I, I just find that's more effective to me, but I won't search so long that I want to put my head through the wall. Like right. if, it, if it starts getting really frustrating, it's like, I'll reach out to somebody if I'm having trouble with camera work or sound or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I'm not afraid to ask. It's just that I would rather not bug somebody first if there's an easy answer out there somewhere. And a lot of times there is. Yeah. A lot of times there is. You put the right. Especially nowadays. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I personally often have the bad habit of asking a lot because I know I'll just like know somebody has the answer and I'll reach out to them and say, hey, what's this? Right. But It could be, and it's a bad habit because it could be such a simple question. And it, walking into like what standard was saying is like you're bugging them and and like sometimes it feels that way it's like oh man but i right. know they have
2: the answer it's so easy right. <laughs> people are you know some people do want to want to share that info that they right. have right? Yeah. and they should they should mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i think i think that's definitely important though to uh I, my problem is I get so... I, I'm a stubborn jerk, I feel like. So if I... I'll give up. I'll find... I, if I can't find the answers and I don't... And if I had that feeling like I'm going to bother somebody, um, I'll just give up. And I hate that so much. I don't know how to get over that. Do you, like, leave it for another stubborn day? About it. Or do you I like... guess it depends on the project or what it is, you know? Um, or maybe I can find another way to do it instead because that's definitely my style. Like, if I if there's something that um, someone does and I I can't figure it out, I'll find like maybe an alternative way to do it. Uh, I'm one of those people that doesn't like to be watched when I work essentially, because I do things in weird ways a lot of the times and people are always like, why are you doing it like that?
0: (laughs) I'm like, just (laughs) don't watch
2: me. I'll get it done.
0: (laughs) Look, I did it. All right. Just, just leave me alone kind of thing. That's always one of my favorite things. Like when you look up a certain way to do something, and then like like, you know, it, it it's it is strange. Like this this leans back towards asking again though. Like you look you figure out a way to do something and you get it done, and then somebody comes along and looks at the way you did it and you go, Why did why did you do it that way? Yeah. <laughs> like, like this would this would have been so much simpler, and they show you something that takes like ten less steps to do, and it's like right. okay. And and
2: that's a good moment too, you know? It's good to be like taught like that and and be like, you know what, this was easier. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe you learn something from it, but yeah. at the same time, I don't know. Just don't watch me in the first place. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Stay out of my way. Let me just do this. Let me just finish this, please. Yeah, I just, I just want to get it done. I just want to get it done. You know, I looked up all those different ways to to make animated gifs to do alerts and things like that, and then, and then. I was told about the wonders of WebM technology and I'm like, Oh my God, really? Like I could have just, cause it would have been so much smoother. It would have been so much prettier and all that.
2: Maybe that's one of the better ways to learn though, honestly, like pour through it yourself and then somebody has an easier way to do it and kind of shows you the light. Yeah. But you gotta be willing to show it
0: to them, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: You also get a sense of like the bad way of doing it. And you're like, oh, yeah. now I know why that's bad
0: yeah now I, now I know why why i should never do that again and it goes <laughs> that goes back to what we were talking about last week a little bit too about you know just letting yourself make the mistake you know it, it, it's 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 if everything was perfect it, life wouldn't be any fun and right. it's like okay now i know how to do and the way i looked at it is now i know how to do an animated gif and i know how to use webm you know i know and i know how to create those files and it's now, now you have... A, it's almost like having an extra skill because there will probably be a time when you have to use that alternative method to accomplish something else you wanted to accomplish. Right. Basically, mm-hmm. so...
1: No, totally. Um, there was a question, actually, about picking mods, I think. One sec. Uh, before you guys decide mod to mod someone, how long do you need to know them? So I would just say, like, how do you guys go along along your mod selection process... Mm-hmm. for the stream i wow. mean for me it's it's always the same it's like somebody who's pretty much already acting that way
2: yeah they can yeah. kind of fall into the row. and then yeah. you're like
1: hey you want to be mod you're pretty much already doing it uh then i can just give you the title and then you can swing that
0: sword around <laughs> yeah yeah well there there are a lot of times it's yeah they're they're it, it really is like there's not a, really a selection criteria necessary mm. as it is like like it is about their behavior You know, it's like, it's like number one, are they around a lot? Do they enjoy just being there? Because moderators are still like, like it's a, it's a privilege to be a moderator, but as a streamer, you've always got to keep in mind that it is still a volunteer army. So they're, when they come into the stream, they can't just hang out. Like they, they really need to watch chat and they really need to help you out in certain regards, so. You definitely want to look for somebody that's having fun while they're there. That's, that's actually one of the first things that I look for is like, are they having yeah. fun? Do they enjoy being there for lengthy periods of time? Cause then it's not like a,
2: a job because they just kind of enjoy being there and, and helping out, you know, the streamer, the streamer. Right. Yeah.
1: I find a and, lot of people rush to make mods for their channel. Like almost like it's needed. Like yeah, almost sure. like it's a needed thing right away mm-hmm. where it's not
2: for sure i could get rid of all my mods right now and probably be okay still <laughs> i mean it would be hard but <laughs> yeah. and once people got wind that i had no mods who knows what would happen
0: yeah i i don't think i'm at the point anymore where i could get away with that but like you know it's like not that i would anyway like i i love my mod team it's just that if if i suddenly lost all of them i think i would i'm at a point now where i don't think i could get away with it i mean i'd make it work if i ever had to but I wouldn't like it at all. I wouldn't like yeah. it at all. You know, I, I've got you know, and, and I've I've recently made some staff changes um, that I'm very happy with, and it's it's been again that goes back to like watching who's been really active and and who's been hanging out and all that, and um, it it's again there's no specific criteria. It, it comes again, it comes down more to the individual and, and how they're behaving in chat. Like, can I, if, if, if something big goes down and every once in a while it happens, you know, if something big goes down, how will, how will they react? Can they keep a calm head while it seems like the world is exploding Right in the stream? You know, that's a, that's a really big one. That's yeah. a really big one. Because there are some amazing people out there. They're absolutely wonderful and you'd love to make them a mod, you know, but but they you might to be not able to handle it. Gotta be able to keep the peace without stirring the pot. <sighs> And like, mm-hmm. you know, and just
2: being, you know, I guess there could be power hungry ones. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: when, and when it comes to mods for me, it's just normally, um, normally it's trustworthiness. Trustworth- like over time, it just builds up or they, they've they helped me with something on my stream. A lot of times it's that. And they just, they see, they just like Pixel says, you just kind of fall into the role because they seem like the type of person that just yeah wants to be helpful, wants to hang out wants to be a friend, you know, just someone who's loyal to you, I guess. And, uh,
1: yeah. I think that's also a big point is that a lot of people perceive mod as actually just the person who bans. Right. And yet mods are like, should be the opposite is like the ones who are informing your chat, the ones who are, you know, being the voice when you can't be. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. And I exactly. think that's the
1: biggest thing is like when you see new mods, a lot of the time they focus on banning, they focus yeah. on, on the punishments. that Mm -hmm. that are going out as opposed to the other stuff and it's just that's just an experience thing it's not it's not i don't think it's anybody trying to be evil or power hungry it's just that's the way it's perceived to be from the outside right Mm -hmm. Yeah. you don't really see the part where they're hyping up the chat or just informing dropping commands to teach everybody you Mm -hmm. you often see the bands oh chat was deleted message deleted right yeah, and, and, and yeah. I think that's that's the biggest thing
0: for mods. Yeah, it, it's it's it you know, and the thing is, is like as your as your mods get to know you better and you get to know them better, it it's it, they start to understand the, the the degrees, like like when do I ban somebody and when do I suspect of somebody of something and maybe I should just report that to Twitch and let Twitch take a look at it, kind of thing, you know? Or right. When do I bring when do I bring something up to? The streamer in question and ask them you know what like, like like is this something you know and I and my my team's actually gotten really great about that it's like it's like standard I sent you a whisper can you take a look at it real quick or standard can you check discord for me real quick I got and they just need clarification on something you know um and, and that communication is really key and it's that's admittedly like communication with my moderating team and my administrators is something that I admittedly have been very weak about um and i am and i'm very much working to improve you you have but you've got to stay in contact with them so that they know what you expect um i see a lot of streamers get really mad at their teams because they're not behaving a certain way or doing a certain thing it's like well did you talk to them right did you tell them what you what you're expecting did you tell them what you're looking for did you tell them how you want certain situations handled and a lot of that just boils down to Having a having a an, a closed moderator channel in your Discord and saying, "Hey guys, this is a new thing I've been seeing come up in the stream repeatedly. Would you mind handling the situation this way if it comes up?" And just just those basic communications, and that's really all you need to, you know, you need to worry about. And, and having a moderator meeting once in a while, like a voice meeting or something like that, is helpful as well. You know, just make sure that you're connected. Make sure that you understand. Make sure they understand how much you appreciate them and the things they do because moderators do a lot for us so much. They really do. They really do. They're, they're your, they are your shield. Absolutely. They are your welcoming committee. Um, as has been brought up several times, like they're the ones that'll fire up the extra commands. Like you'll be talking about some new feature of the stream and they'll pull up the command to, they'll pull up the command to do that. They, they really are wonderful and they're there because they care about you and they care about your community and you've always got to keep that in mind. So somebody that volunteers to be there to not just hang out and enjoy the show but also help you deserves that that extra piece of appreciation. Absolutely. You cannot lose sight of that. You cannot lose sight
2: of Call that. my mods the Spoo guard for a reason. They protect <laughs> me. They hold the gates. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they do. They they really do. They really do. Absolutely. And communications,
1: a challenging thing I encounter a lot is because I feel like sometimes I feel like people already know. So it's like, yeah, I I have the assumption that everything's already there. But obviously, as time goes on, we've been doing this for a very long time and we've had mods with us for a very long time. And sometimes you go months without talking and it's like, that's bad. Yeah. Let, let me yeah. fix that, or try to get better at that. And it's just there's so much going on, and we often get lost and in our own heads, and let those things come by. And it's just it's important to just keep keep thinking about those things, and 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 just try and get better,
2: right? Yeah. I just, think you know. if you some I'm addressing chat. I think if you have a if you think you you need a mod or you want a mod and there's people asking uh just come up with some sort of little um application for it i see a lot of streamers do that i've never done it personally but i know it's a thing and i've i've had people reach out to me about becoming mod before and i have made them mod before but it's not like i i'll never respond to it uh positively if it's done in chat right it's always it's always been privately and then we just kind of talk and i tell them what i expect and then i kind of tell them i'll think about it and then if it happens it happens like depending on their behavior after that conversation um because you just you just want to see if they're trustworthy or loyal and that just can take a lot of time so and that's why mods tend to happen naturally because you do just start trusting people and getting to know them and whatever through, through anything, maybe not. And it's probably better that it's not just in stream and it's outside of stream and discord, or they see, you know, on social media, you're helping them out and there's so much free support uh, that people can do. And if you're a mod, I feel like that's just one of those things that should come naturally. If you like being a mod of a channel, you just kind of naturally support the channel and help the channel. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. one thing and I
1: don't think I've ever done is uh, just make somebody mod after ask. Like anybody, actually, I don't think I've ever made a mod who asked.
0: I know, yeah. I never have. I, I think I, I have never waited have.
1: waited for people to fill the position and then yeah. right. ask them if they well, want to be mod. Well, it just works
2: better. It works better that way when it just happens naturally.
0: Well, Cause yeah, cause somebody it, might come like... in and
2: really like your channel and really, you know, whatever, and they're just mm-hmm. like hyped about it. And they're like, oh man, I would love to be a mod for this guy. And then it dies out after a month or two or something
1: (laughs) because it's a lot and it's a lot sticking around at the same place for a long time too right yeah like those are your like true hardcores who are there all the time yeah supporting you and everything
0: and and something you got to keep in mind too is that your your moderating team just like your community does your moderating team will also cycle so um there are there are times where where you just have to not be afraid, you know, not to go to the negative here, but just not don't be afraid to go have a conversation with with one of your moderating team if they're if they're never around anymore, or they haven't been hanging out or behavior has been a bit erratic or or anything like that, because sometimes people like your your moderators are going to be some of the closest people you have in your community for obvious reasons. And they might develop their own aspirations or things might change in their lives where they're no longer able to be a moderator for you. And, and that becomes time to, you know, to have that talk. I've actually developed now a system, a send-off system. When we, when we demod somebody and move them back over to VIP, about, you know, it's, we, we put a little celebration, you know, right on, live on stream for them, and we thank them for what they've done and all that. The, the last mod that I had that left... It's not that he's not around anymore, he doesn't want to be a part of the community, but he's off building his own stream and he's really taking it seriously and he just doesn't have time anymore right? because he's off working on his own thing, which I'm really proud of him for. He's doing a great job with it. He's doing a lot of work and it's awesome. So we gave him this big, beautiful send-off on the way. It doesn't have to be... Demodding somebody does not have to be a negative thing is what I'm coming around to. Right, of course not. It just it's just their situations have changed they're not able to be around anymore or as much anymore and um yeah just make sure that you handle that appropriately these people have done great things Congrats. for you they've been a huge help make and sure it's a
2: great it's a great way it's a great way for you as a streamer yourself to branch out in general like that person's always going to respect you and you're always going to have that connection to them so it's like that's just how that helps both of you honestly if someone's really trying to start and you probably were part of the reason they were influenced to start doing that to begin with so like it's just a whole it's it's all positive you shouldn't see it as negative ever um if somebody tries or if somebody's doing that because i just see that as an extension of yourself so to Mm -hmm. speak
1: yeah yeah well it also teaches you to handle people a little bit right that yeah just because somebody's moving on, it's not a bad thing, you know, yeah. in any regard, right? Like if a friend, if you hang out with a friend for a long time and then they're moving on to, you know, tackle this new new step in their life and they're going to get really busy and not be able to spend as much time with you. That's not a bad thing, right? It yeah. sucks, but it's not a bad thing. They're, they're doing positive things and that's all good. So it's the same thing with employees or, or even mods and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. They've got, people have their, People always have their their own aspirations. And when they start to work really hard in that direction, even if it means a loss to you, it's still something to be celebrated, you know? And that doesn't just apply to situations like this. It, it applies to a lot of things, but when you, when they start seeing things like that and you, especially if like Spoo said, like, you know, if you have a, if you had a piece in that, or you had a hand in that somehow, that's something to be really proud of, and it, it's hard. It's hard, especially if they were good, you know. Especially when they get really close to to say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, because it always feels like you're taking it away. It feels like Here's- you're taking the sword away, right? And it, you're not, you're not. It's 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 ushering them, you know, and, and giving them a beautiful send off into the next step of their own journey. And that's I I just think it's I think it's a great thing. I think it's a really great thing. It was hard it was hard but it was a great thing.
2: I was going to crack a joke. Before they leave, make sure they apprentice someone. <laughs> now you need to you need to recruit a mod before you leave, <laughs> young man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Find your replacement and get yeah, them up to speed to what you did. You have 2 weeks.
0: <laughs> um, I always go ahead. I always keep I always keep a list around too, of, of people that have been around a lot and and people that I think I might want to bring on so that if I lose a mod I know who my next step is gonna. That goes back to writing things down, but who my who I think the next people might be, right. or
2: just that's that's another next step to think about. Like, okay, I want my stream to grow, so if my stream's gonna grow. I'm gonna need a mod at some point, so I'm gonna. I need to start thinking about that. If I, you know, yeah. if you're always thinking about growth, you're always thinking about that next preparedness, or you should be anyway. Right, yeah. and then
1: keeping that yeah. list, just being ready for that whenever shit hits the fan, or even just when you start growing. Whatever yeah. happens first, yeah. you, you yeah. <laughs> can grab from that list. Um, there was a question about uh, do you guys, you three guys go back and watch VODs? I think we've talked about this before. Um, I don't actually watch a lot of VODs. I know that I should, but I don't. I, know I don't Jamie... watch a
2: lot either. I watch bits and pieces, depending on what I, you know, if I'm trying something new, I'll go check it out, or if something happened during a stream, and I wanted to see, like, well, the reaction from chat tends to take me to the vod. Like, if chat is is going crazy and so, and I did something, I'll go back and be like, "What exactly was I doing at this moment?" Type of a thing. But I don't, I don't do it a lot. I definitely don't do it a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I definitely do. I definitely yeah. <laughs> do. Not, not my entire vod, but I will usually like I'll I'll try to find a good clip, and then watch maybe fifteen minutes to a half an hour on either side of that. See what led up to it, see what happened afterwards, and it just mm-hmm. it, it goes back again to allowing it allows you to watch your own idiosyncrasies, listen to how you were talking. I always the the best advice I can give when it comes to watching vods is watch a vod and then ask yourself, are you being the kind of streamer that you would want to hang out with for a long time I didn't watch my own material and and now admittedly when i go back and watch old clips i cringe (laughs) (laughs) either either because of the sound or how i was behaving or um you know or 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 the technical production side of it things like that like there's so much as, as we become more and more experienced as streamers there's so much we take for granted we forget sometimes where we were Back then, because we, because, you know, like everything, like we always talk about, like, like we build our equipment out in steps, we build our techniques out in steps, and you slowly improve. You learn over time how to handle things differently. Um, but it is so critical. I, I cannot advise it enough. Like, like, take, take some time. Like, don't spend hours upon hours doing it. That's, that's a waste. But, uh, but allow yourself, like, like find a good clip and maybe watch some on either side of that and just see what kind of streamer you are and and ask yourself that question. Am I being the kind of person that I would want to hang out with if I was watching on Twitch? You know,
2: one of those moments where you feel like you're stuck, like you've had 20 viewers for eight months and you're like, why am I stuck? That's when you, Mm -hmm. one of those moments where you really need to start looking at yourself and being like, what can I do? What am I doing? Why aren't I growing? You know, am I saying something a lot that maybe isn't, resonating right with people or any it could be anything a whole number of things or maybe I'm not doing enough maybe I'm just sitting around and like not talking for 30 minutes at a time or you know
0: yeah yeah there there is the something that something you should always do uh, is something you should always do is after a stream and and I've actually got myself in the habit of doing this consistently now go back and look at your clips hmm for two reasons. One is the one we're talking about right now. It gives you it gives you some perspective on how like like what you look like, what you sound like, how you're reacting to different things, but also it gives you an idea like if people are clipping it, it's something that they enjoyed. So that gives you a little bit of insight into your community. If they're going to actually take the time to clip something, that means they thought it was really funny. You know, or they thought it was really entertaining or they thought it was really poignant. You know, there can be a number of things, but it it gives you an idea of maybe some things that you should do more of. But another reason, you know, again, not to go to the negative here, but another reason is people will clip things to try and trap you. And it's good to go through and watch and make sure, um, you know, to basically eliminate those clips. Not that you have to delete a VOD, but eliminate the clips. And it tells you who clips too, so yeah. yeah and it shows you, yeah, it shows you who, who's clipping and it shows you who's gotcha. who's doing what. So yeah. I know who's clipping.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I know what you're doing <laughs> out there.
1: Um, have you guys ever had a mod abuse their powers?
2: Um, maybe way back in the day that I can't remember, but I think most of the stuff I've dealt with when it comes to mods is just the way they speak, the way they. Speak or speak to people, or yeah. maybe there was a situation that you know. Because I definitely, as a streamer, I'll mess with trolls sometimes. So there's like there's a degree of of the person that I want to mess with, and that I just went gone. I guess there's like that fine line in there right. that I guess can be can be tough to. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's always I hard to have everybody out. on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. With yeah. like
1: where your boundaries are yeah but I, I don't think yeah like for direct abuse i don't think i've ever i mean i've never brought somebody on board that would act that way mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's definitely been miscommunication yeah. like oh we thought the rules was this okay well well no they're not this is the, and then it, it, problem solved right
2: yeah. yeah yeah like there's been there's been moments where it's like somebody got banned And I went and saw what they did and it was like, well, it wasn't that bad. Maybe it's just a purge or a timeout. But then that's kind of on me to just communicate that to the mods, you know? So like Jamie brought up before having a mod chat in your discord, I have that as well. So anytime there's something that like maybe a mod did, that I would just want to tweak a little bit and then I'll, I'll type it in there and be like, Hey, if this ever, you know, if this type of situation happens again, don't immediately ban, just time them out for something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then you just try to have that communication. Yeah, But I wouldn't say nothing like full crazy abuse. Like they're going crazy. And if they were going crazy, it would just be one of those moments of me reaching out to them and be like, dude, like <laughs> calm down. What you, what's going on? I can't have you doing this. And if they keep doing it, then they're just, they're gone. So right. going back yeah. to controlling your stream. You're in control, control of, of everything, time. even your minds.
0: the The more situations you have come up where you have to have those conversations with a particular moderator, too, the more the more they learn about how you want things handled, and they mm-hmm. they become some of your most valuable some of your most valuable moderators. I have I I had a moderator that he did wasn't full on abuse. But he would actually, for a while, they were using their 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 power, so to speak, to to troll and you know, or they would get they themselves were were getting truly like it was a case of true oversensitivity. And I had to pull them aside, and I had to say, look, you know, like like this is the, number one, you don't use your mod powers to troll in the channel. i don't I don't want that because that gives that can give people the wrong idea. Mm. And number two, you're going to have to get over some of these oversensitivities that you have cuz they were they were and they were tr- like the timeouts and all this stuff that were completely unnecessary now that said through those through the it's about teaching so through those conversations and all that um they've they've since become one of one of my powerhouse mods you know they're 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 really really exceptional and that's something you got to understand too like every time you bring on a new moderator like going back to teaching every time you bring out a new moderator you've got to be more forgiving with them because they need time to learn let them learn the ropes things handled yeah how how you want all that done and once you it's a little tough it gets a little rough at times but once you've had a chance to do that they're they're going to be some of the most amazing team members you have well smooth sailing from that that point on
1: yeah and you've you've Mm -hmm. you've like you've kind of guided them in the direction of exactly how you want because you've communicated your intents and stuff like that. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've got it. You, but you've got to be willing to have those conversations too. Right. You know, it's not yeah. like, Oh, you screwed up. You're gone. That can
2: be the toughest part. Yeah. Cause people are like, don't necessarily know how to deal with certain situations. And really all it takes is just some open-minded conversation and like yeah. trying to understand each other basically. And you just have to be adults about it. And so, it's for, I mean, it's hard for people to do that sometimes. So, yeah, because they just, they feel attacked
0: maybe, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's tough to have the conversation, not because you're not willing to have the conversation, but again, the recipient is not yeah. exactly willing to have it, you know? And, and if, if i would say that if that becomes the case where where you can't have a conversation with that individual and say hey look i I need you to handle this situation a little bit differently and they you know then it might be time to have a different conversation with them you know but but most of the time like and, and with my team i've never had a time come up where i couldn't talk to them you know any one of them and say you know the way you handled this could you handle it a little bit differently next time like here's how i'd like it done and I've never, I've personally never had an issue with it, but I have spoken with other streamers that, yeah, they have, they have mod members that they just can't, they can't tell them anything. Right. Without there being some kind of, some kind of issue or some kind of problem. So well,
1: sensitivity is a challenging subject these days. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've, I find it a big challenge cause I'm a very blunt person. Like <laughs> I just, I just say it. I like, mm-hmm. like in a point form, like that was bad. I don't fluff it. I don't create the fluff, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so there's a question in chat. It's like, do you guys think being oversensitive is bad or do you guys prefer being tough? It's like, I honestly prefer being straightforward and blunt. And like, here's the information. Do with what, do with it as you will if you choose to grab it or don't, right? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to take time fluffing up the statement just to make the reception better. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, I'm here. If, if you guys want the information, I'll provide it. Uh, but it's like, I don't like to fluff things up personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's people forget that you can be, you can be kind while you're being direct. And, and that's just it is, is, is if you keep that in mind, whether you're, whether you're, you're typing a message or actually directly talking to an individual about something like this, um, there's nothing wrong with being direct because if you, Fluff is actually a great word, Mike. If you overfluff it, you, the message that you're trying to send, it's diluted right. at that point, and that and that doesn't work either. That's 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 in many ways actually worse.
1: Right. It's um, like the whole like, hey, I hope your day's going well, and then boom, yeah. right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, like, yeah, I get it. And mm-hmm. and for business emails, I still do that for very business. Yeah. Like if I'm like talking to a high end business that I know that that's their processes. Right? Mm. And it's like, okay.
2: I better... These days you better be saying, saying I hope your home's safe. Wait, what is it? I don't even know what it is. It's like, <laughs> it's like stay safe and healthy. Your family's safe right, and yeah. healthy. Yeah. 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 you gotta stay relevant, right? It's the, mm-hmm.
1: it's the courtesy, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I just, yeah, yeah. I just
1: dodge it. I just dodge the current cur- courtesy.
0: Yeah. You don't, but yeah.
1: yeah you, but
2: it makes you look like a dingo.
0: Yeah. But mm. so that's okay. Yeah, just 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 how you how you approach you can be like, like I said, you can be direct, but kind you don't have to you you just don't have to be like some people come in with a sledgehammer and it's like, oh, my God, no, you know, that that doesn't work. Again, that goes back to remembering that you're dealing with an all volunteer team. Yeah, you know, And, and, and again, if you can't, if you can't find a way to have that kind of conversation with somebody whether it's on your end or theirs the chemistry might be might not be there for them to be a mod with you any longer you know it's sometimes and and it's an unfortunate situation i personally have not been through it as a streamer i have not been through it as as a manager i've been through it a number of times where we we put people in positions we found that wasn't a good fit for them but um but as a streamer luckily i have not gone through that but again you there may there may come a time where you find yourself where you've brought somebody up to that moderator place and you can't but you can't have those conversations with them and you have to understand that that's just not going to it's not gonna work work. then yeah Yeah. you know so because
1: you got to run your business you got to keep things moving forward and conversation is key
0: to moving forward yeah Mm -hmm. As your as your channel grows and your content grows, you you are going to figure out very quickly that you don't. Not I, I'm i not I would never say you don't have time to be kind, but you don't have time to to have to continuously go back to a problem, especially the same problem. Yeah, like, you know, it's like I, I need to address this address this with you and and let's move forward together kind of thing as a as opposed to why why am i coming back to you the third time now to talk to you about the same thing i talked to you about a month ago you right know, kind of thing um so you have to you it, that goes back to valuing your own time as well and that tends to happen in all forms too not just
2: mm-hmm. with moderators i feel oh, yeah, like
0: that's with everything
2: um you know it's just like this when when you notice the same thing happening just i guess in in relationships in general or even like work work with work or with anything um when the same thing just continuously happens over and over you just end up wanting to push it away and you know dealing with that that same type of bull crap you're either pushing it away because it's not because it's not getting fixed yeah so it's like i just have to get rid of it because it's this is dragging me down
1: right mm-hmm
2: yeah or not focus so much time on it anyway, or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. That's good advice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're coming up to the end here. Uh, if you guys have any questions, but I do want to just do a little reflection period off chat. Um, we've been doing this for, I guess, a couple months now. And I know, I think we're having a blast with it. But mm-hmm. is there is there anything that we can address for you guys in the future that maybe we haven't yet or that, you know, any kind of value we could provide for you guys going forward. uh, Be happy to take it in. You guys can submit it through questions. It doesn't have to be now. You can submit it to any of the guys through their DMs on Discord if there's something you want to Mm -hmm. address. Um, But we just want to kind of scale this experience and continue providing the value. And we do circle back a lot on subjects, but it's often because we feel like they're very important. To, to the experience on stream and marbles and, and kind of what we're doing here. Yeah. yeah. You guys have any? So, yeah if, you guys, yeah, if
2: you guys ever want anything talked about in general that you think is interesting when it comes to the streaming slash marbles world or anything, um, give them to us. You never know. We might we might talk about them the next week or at least make a point of it or something like that in case you can't formulate your thoughts correctly while the stream is happening cuz you're trying to listen and everything like that just feel free to to reach out otherwise maybe there should be a a podcast suggestion channel in the discord or something
0: That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea at all cuz cuz we want to we don't want to just sit here and jaw, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong, I I love that part of it, but also we like we want to make sure that that whatever content we provide for you is relevant and is relevant to the things that you want to hear and things that you want to know about. Sometimes we come in with a very determined agenda like there's something we know that has to be addressed. And by the way, if my camera goes sideways, please know my cat is in here being rambunctious right now. Um the but again, you know, we want to make sure that we're we're, we're giving you what you want. You know, we want to make sure that we're we're here for you that we're actually providing things that you want to know about that you want to hear about. Um, that's very, very, very important to us. Like, you know, one one thing that that all three of us take very seriously is is how you are treated, how we handle things for you, how we reach out to you. So, it's one of the, this is one of those moments of help us help you. You know, let us know what you want to know, and we can cover it in future episodes. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, no question. But I just want to say th- uh, that this community and all the people in it are just awesome. Thank you, Mike, for giving such an amazing game. That has brought so many of us together, Zori. Um, and honestly, at this point, it's just—it's everybody. This is this is so awesome because everybody's involved. It's—it's it's not me. <laughs> like it's just—it's—it's it's everybody making this awesome for everybody else. And the fact that the top of like the category and the, the the point of entry for all the new folks, there's a reason why the game's growing, and it's not because of me. It's because of all of you guys that are like playing the game so much and and sharing your knowledge yesterday I was in a channel and I saw somebody ask a question about the ghost ball or no they didn't know what the ghost ball was and they they posted they used our bot to answer the question with an FAQ about the ghost ball and it's, Mm. it's stuff like that that it's so little but I was like holy crap like it's being used like the tools we're making are being used so you guys can teach each other better and that's that yeah. all wraps up to like what we're doing here is like
2: And that's just gonna keep spreading. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like we want to teach you guys, we want we have the classes with uh with Twidget. Stanner will take the level two classes if you guys want to take it to the next level. And we can continue building on this as long as you guys want it. So it's mm-hmm. just it's it's just an awesome experience to be able to be a part of, honestly.
2: Come out and network on, on Sunday nights, seven PM, Spoo Town, Marble with us. Oh yeah,
1: Spoo does his races. See, like offline. You don't have to like it's not on stream or anything.
2: Yeah, we literally just hang out. It's there's no there's not a lot of pressure at all. Really there's no pressure at all. We just kinda hang out and pop into different streams, maybe six to eight throughout three hours of time, and we just get to know people out there in the community where we meet new people, and it's a great way to just to honestly just network and make friends. Hmm. And the more you do that, the more you will notice either just as yourself personally, you're making more friends and having a better time. Or if you're a streamer, you're going to notice more people starting to float into your channels just because you're kind of doing that and you're, you're spreading yourself out and getting to know people as well. And they're going to want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: One question about the game Uh, at the beginning of of a race could be made where you can see their profile and rank before the, the race starts. You can. Um, if you hit tab, you can move the camera and then if you use F, you can snap to any marble in the race and see their stats, snap to them, get their card and everything like that. Um, oh my god. Do you ever think you're overreacting a little bit, timing people out for hitting play? Uh, yeah, we do that sometimes to wake people up. But it's just a timeout. There's no uh, permanent impact of that.
2: That's life. It's teaching. It's teaching. Mm-hmm. In a really raw way, because streamers <laughs> notice that you know, and streamers when they see you just type play randomly in their chat out of nowhere, it's like, well, this guy's not paying attention. Why do I? Why should I care about them? Mm-hmm. We're teaching
1: you for the future. All right, guys, um, that's it. As always, thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting the podcast. We love doing this, and uh, we got community day in just under one hour, and standard mm-hmm. damage will be continuing at four p.m. Eastern. Yep. Lots of prizes, lots of races, and an uh, awesome weekend. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks again. Spoo, Standard, and your time are amazing.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.